Blog Talk Radio. Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, ladies. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, April 29th, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Happy Monday, right? We are definitely in the full bloom of springtime, and here in Atlanta, Georgia, the sun is shining away. And, of course, I just got back from probably one of the most incredible conferences that I've ever attended. It was the most powerful women in network marketing conference put on by Erica Marina Rory in Las Vegas at the beautiful Paris Hotel, I had a fabulous, fabulous time, and of course, Women About Biz member, Nicola Smith-Jackson, who is very successful in network marketing, was one of the featured speakers, and she just tore it up. She just really talked a lot about promoting events and, you know, what was so important about promoting events, and, you know, I got a lot from it. So there were thousands of women all of, from all over the world. I met women from Australia. I met women from Paris. Uh, I met a couple of women from South Africa. So it was just a joy to meet all of these different women who were in the network marketing profession. And as many of you who are in the industry know, Eric Worre is such an advocate for the network marketing industry, and he is really, I would say, one of the 21st century pioneers that are helping the the network marketing industry um, to set standards um, and I'm really, really excited about that. So, again, I, I really had a great time. I had great conversations, uh, met a lot of new women um, from around the world. And, you know, that is the reason why going to uh, a lot of different types of events is so important is because you begin to have connections and contacts. Now, mind you, this particular conference was targeted towards women who are in the network marketing industry, but I can guarantee you many of the women that I met and I spoke with, all of them have other businesses outside of network marketing as well. Uh, many of them um, are professionals. I met psychotherapists. I met uh, chiropractors. I met women in all different types of professions. And this is so important when you're out networking to understand that it's not specifically about one particular niche, but it's also about how you can help one another and learn what each other are doing so that you can provide support so that you can share those resources. And so as I began to talk with a lot of women that I met, we had conversations about networking. We had conversations about you know, being married and being in business. We had conversations about um, getting past our fears. So we had different conversations going on that weren't all necessarily about network marketing itself, but that's the beauty in connecting with people um, is that you will be able to talk about a lot of different things and make lifelong lasting connections when you are open and you are ready to connect and share your resources and share your talents 
with other people. And that's just exactly what happened for me. So, again, for any of you who are interested um, in that particular event, again, you can look it up on Google, the most powerful women in network marketing conference, and you'll find out um, all the different things that are going on. I believe the conference in 2020 is going to be in the May time frame, so definitely you guys may want to check it out. Uh, some of the other things, what's happening with us here at Women About Biz in the springtime, we're getting ready to put out um, a series of webinars that we're going to be doing. Now, we've been talking about productivity all during the month of April. So now we're getting ready in May to talk about it's time to spring into your success. And we're going to be giving you tips and ideas and ways to increase the money that you have coming into your business. We're going to talk about generating leads. We're going to continue to pound hard on systems and structure, right, because that's very, very key. So those are some of the things that are upcoming um, at Women About Biz. And also, I've been kicking it up a notch and doing a lot of writing. I've got quite a few articles that I will be sharing over the next couple of months. Um, some are talking about fear. Some are talking about, you know, taking the reins of your business and really moving yourself to the next level and not allow yourself to have a lot of self-talk and allow yourself not to take action on a lot of things just because here we are in coming up in the month of May and you're feeling like, well, I may as well just kind of slow this thing down and start and worry about next year, 2020. That is not what you should be thinking, right? And so there is plenty of time for you to hit your six-figure goal, if that's your goal, or it's time for you to hit your high five-figure goal, if that's what you're trying to do for 2019. And so it's very, very important that you realize that your business success hinges on you and nothing else. It hinges on you being proactive, being productive, and taking action on what you say that you want. And so often we are so concerned with all of the things that, that might get in our way, sometimes we're so concerned about all of the obstacles that we're not focused enough on the best things that can happen. You know, one of the people that I really listened to intently during the conference was Michelle Poehler. Um, and for those of you that don't know who Michelle is, Michelle created a, a campaign that went viral over social media. And um, she did 100 things that she was fearful of. She took out 100 days of her life, and she, she really made a commitment to do 100 things that she was fearful of and to push past that fear and make those things happen. And then she documented, at, documented that through video. And she said a lot of profound things in the conference that I learned as well. But one of the things that she talked about that I really held on to, and that was instead of talking about the worst things that could happen, it's important for us to talk about the best things that could happen. And that's what we should be focused on as women in business, right? We should always be talking about the best things that have happened to ourselves. Um, and I think that's very, very key because so many times we have a tendency as women to focus on all the things that could go wrong, all of the things that have gone wrong in the past, that it, it causes a certain type of fear to really, you know, boil up inside of us, and it causes us to be stagnant. It causes us to stand still and do nothing with the goals that we have in our lives. And so, again, I want to 
just really encourage all of you to realize that, yes, here we are at the end of April, and there have been a lot of goals that, that maybe we have not accomplished, that we had set our minds to accomplish before the month of April was over, but we have not. Maybe there were goals that you had set your mind to accomplish during first quarter 2019 that you have not accomplished those goals. But here's what you've got to do. You've got to put on your big girl panties first, right? Um, you've got to put on your big girl panties, and then what you have to do is take action. You have to make a decision to become a woman that is about productivity. You have to become a woman that is about being proactive. And, you know, honestly, ladies, this is something that I myself have worked on for years. I have worked on learning to really become proactive in the things that I do because what I've noticed is that it's when you become proactive that is when things start to happen better, and that takes a lot of stress off of you. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm one of those women that I tend to sometimes allow things to be done at the last moment. And I think I had had developed this habit of waiting, waiting, waiting for that that burst of energy to come at the last moment so that I can get things done. And mind you, oh, boy, do I get things done. Sometimes some of my best work has been done at the last moment, right? But I also realize as I get older that's not really the route that I should be taking. I should be proactive. I should be doing things ahead of time. Um, and, and one of the things that I want to let you guys know, one of the things that I really am committed to, and that is getting a lot of stress off of myself, is, is less stress, more productivity, being more proactive, less stress. Because being in business all into itself is very stressful at times. And um, it's not always a good feeling when you're doing things at the last minute. But when you, as you get older, your body not only responds to the stress mentally, but it responds to the stress physically as well. And, you know, as you get older, you start dealing with things such as high blood pressure or you start dealing with other issues health-wise. And so, again, the stress is not good for you. So the, my goal is to really reduce the amount of stress by being proactive in business. And by being proactive, I'm also going to see many other benefits as well. I'm able to catch mistakes that may have been made. I'm going to be able to also delegate more effectively and, and have things done on a timely basis. So proactivity is the key. It really is part of the key to being a successful businesswoman. And you guys need to hold on to that, and you need to ask yourself that question, how can I be more proactive? What can I do to start doing things and, and getting things done ahead of time? Well, I've got some great stuff to share with you today. Of course, our lineup is I'm going to give you the five questions of leadership and authority. And, of course, you can ask these questions of yourself anytime that you want to. I'm also going to be wrapping up the power of productivity, which has been our theme all during the month of April. And today I'm going to be talking about becoming the queen of productivity. And I can't tell you how important it is that you learn to rule over the productivity, that you learn to rule over the structure and the um, system that your business is running off of. Very, very important. So definitely you want to have your pen and notepad handy for that. Also, 
um, today as well. I'll give you another update of the 100K campaign. We're doing well with that. And I want to make sure that all of you who are members of the Facebook group, that you are inviting other women to the group, right? That's going to be very, very key. It is about 12 minutes after the hour. Don't click off that screen. Don't touch that phone dial because we've got great information to share with you. So let's go ahead and get started with um, the five questions of leadership and authority. And, again, ladies, these are questions that you can ask of yourself any time that you need to. But the whole purpose of these questions, which I will repeat every Monday throughout the year, is so that you will begin to have your aha moments. You will begin to get answers um, and give yourself answers that you need in order to grow your business and to move it further. So here's number one. Am I clear on my role as the CEO of my company? You know, I talk about this all the time, and I made a challenge to many people on this last few radio shows, which my challenge is I want to see you have your position description for yourself as the CEO of your company. I want to see you with that description. I want you to have it available. So here's the challenge that I'm giving all of you, um, hopefully who are in the Facebook group and all of you who are going to join the Facebook group, Facebook group right? Here's a big challenge. I want you to finish up your, your position description as the CEO of your business and then I want you to print it out, and I want, to I want you to take a selfie of yourself holding up your position description, and I want you to post it to the Women About Biz community on Facebook. Can you do that for me? I'm putting all of you to the challenge because I know I talk all the time about you guys doing a position description for yourself, but it really is that important. It's going to give you more clarity. It's going to help you know where you need to go. It's going to help you to know what you need to focus on every day, every week, every month, which is so key. When you don't have a position description for yourself as the CEO of your business, that is when you really can't focus at all, and that is when you don't know where you're trying to go uh, in your business. You can't keep yourself in the labor role in your business and think, that you're going to reach another level of success because, remember, it is the entrepreneur visionary, that CEO role, that's going to help you move and take your business to the next level. Here's number two. What are my business priorities? Again, what are my business priorities? Do you really know what they are? Do you know what you should be accomplishing by this Friday? Because I'm going to tell you right now, whatever those priorities are, you should be able to open up your time management plan or pull it up on your phone or your desktop, and you should be able to see all of the activities happening this week are all leading to going to towards your business goal by Friday, right? If it's not, something's not right. Something's awry, and you've got to fix it quickly, okay? Here's number three. Do I have a bird's eye view of the following areas? Well, that's daily workflow, your marketing, your follow-up, your sales goals. Do you have a bird's eye view over those things? That means are you able to look down at a report or look at a screen and overall see what's supposed to be happening in your business for the week or for the month? Do you have that bird's eye view? And then number four, 
is am I allowing my power team to work for me in helping to execute my daily workflow? That is so very, very important. You know, you're in business as a solo entrepreneur, many of you, but you're not by yourself. It's important that you create a power team of individuals, which really basically is your support staff. You, you've got to have that support, and you've got to create a power team of individuals that when, when you need something, when you need a graphic design, when you need some help with social media posting, when you need someone to assist you with getting your website done, when you need someone to help you in better fundraising for your nonprofit organization, when you need someone to help you get these things done, that is what a support team does, right? So even though you may be a solo entrepreneur, that, that's a key to also have a power team. That is how people who are solopreneurs, that is how they become so successful. They don't do it all by themselves. They actually have a power team of people that are helping them. And then last but not least in the five questions of leadership and authority is do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team. Again, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Now, I can't talk about this enough. A delegation system is basically you have outlined and you know, you know how you delegate your tasks and your projects to people on your power team. That means that you have a description of the task. You um, have specific instructions that you may need that individual to pay attention to. You have milestones. You know when the whole project should be completed, and you set deadlines for each of the tasks that support that project. You set deadlines for it, right? And so that's very, very key for you to have a delegation system in place. And so, again, there you have it, ladies, five questions of leadership and authority. And, yes, I want to let you know, that there are a lot of reasons why people are successful in business, but I am here to let you know that the one at the top, the number one reason why people succeed is because they have great leadership skills. When you have your leadership skill in place, when you know who you are as the business owner, as the CEO of your business, when you know this without a doubt, you know, you know that you know that you know, right? When you know this, then guess what? You're going to soar. You're going to thrive. You're going to take your business to the next level because as a leader, you're doing all of those things that are best for your business, right? You're clear on your position description. You have your priorities in place. You've created a power team of individuals who are also probably professionals and business owners, right? But when you need them, you are able to call upon them to get certain things done, whether it is a project or a simple task, you're able to get things done. So, guys, take this information to heart. So what I want to go right into as we just finished up the five questions of leadership and authority, I want to go right into talking about um, the rest of this year. What's supposed to happen to you the rest of this year? Because a lot of the times I find that as women, if we don't accomplish our goals or certain things don't happen like we want them to, we have a tendency to get discouraged. We discourage our own selves a lot of the time, and then we start having that stinking thinking or that self-talk that says, well, 
maybe this wasn't really meant for me, or maybe I wasn't supposed to make six or seven figures this year, or, you know, maybe it's just not my time. Well, I just want to say hogwash, right? That's not the case at all. But what I do want to do is I want to make you aware that time is not going to wait on you. That's what I want to make you aware of today. If you have not accomplished your goals, and the reason why you haven't accomplished your goals, which is probably for most people, is that you didn't take action on certain things, you didn't follow up, you didn't follow through, or you had your mind on too many things so that you could focus on the one, then there is no time like now, this week, to really revamp, get back to the drawing board, and develop a strategic plan or tweak the strategic plan you have for the rest of this year, May through December, okay? So I'm going to hold you guys to this, right, because I care about you. I have a passion to see us as women succeed together, and I want to share all the resources that I have um, that's helping me. I want to share those resources with you as well. Now, as you know, Successful Woman Radio is kind of like a, a mix between a talk show, a webinar, uh, and a radio show, right? And so I'm always going to give you information that you will be able to put to use in your business right away. I'm not a fluff, fluff person that will give you information uh, all the way up to the key point and then tell you that you've got to register for something in order to get it from me. I've just never been that type of person. However, I do want to let you know that the information that I give you is valuable, right? And this radio show might be at no cost, but what I am giving you is definitely worth its weight in gold. You're talking about somebody who has 35-plus years as a business owner who's willing to share her failures as well as her successes. And I don't know many people that are willing to do that as often, right? Every Monday I get on the show and I try to be as transparent as I possibly can because I want to see you succeed. So many of you ladies know right now, I want to hear more from you, right? I want to know more. What are your challenges? What are you dealing with? What are some of the things that um, you have been working on now for a while but you can't seem to push through on? I want to know what those things are because I might be able to give you some valuable information that can help you to take yourself to that next level. But as far as the rest of this year is concerned, what you need to know is that you've got, what, eight months left in this year. What are you going to do with those eight months? As I said, time is not going to wait for you, right? Time is going to keep moving and it is no respecter of persons, it's going to keep moving, and it's not going to say, oh, wait, there's Trina. I see that she hasn't taken action on quite a few things for her business. Let me slow her time down and give her some extra time so that she can catch up. Time doesn't do that. Time keeps moving. It's going to continue to move, and you cannot recapture that time. It is gone. It is lost. So I need you to truly understand that. And for those of you who are listening from um, our Facebook group, I want you to type in the comment, I get it. If you truly understand that time 
is no respecter of persons, that it's not going to wait on you to get your act together. It's going to keep moving. I want you to put in the comment section, I get it. You see, because we've got to really understand how important time is in order for us to be more productive as businesswomen. And I, businesswomen, and I can't talk about that enough because time has everything to do with your success and how you use it. You have to really make sure, okay, you have to really make sure that you have put yourself in check to utilize your time effectively and wisely. And I know that us as women, we get ourselves involved in so many activities. Oh, my goodness. I, right now, I um, I said yes to a couple of things that I'm going to have to turn right back around and call these individuals and say no, because I had to put myself in check, and I went against my, my own rule, which is when someone is asking you, can you participate or can you do something where it pertains to your business, you need to just let them know I will be able to give you an answer shortly, but not right now. Um, and make sure that they send you information that's going to help you to make a better decision. You know, again, you can't always say yes to every good thing. You just can't. And so some of the times we don't accomplish our dreams and our goals because we have developed a habit of always putting ourselves last. We put ourselves last when it comes to our family. We put ourselves uh, last when it comes to church activities. We put ourselves last when it comes to other activities. And then, then when it comes time for us to really look at our goals and to determine whether or not we've accomplished those goals, we are disappointed in ourselves because we put ourselves last so often that we, you know, we forget to work on ourselves. We forget to do the things that, are important to us, that make us happy, that fulfill us. And I don't know about you, but when I'm not happy, when I'm not fulfilled, the family's not happy either, right? And sometimes when you work against the grain and you do things that you know are going to cause you to put yourself last, you may not know that you're acting out, but it could cause a different attitude in you. And your family will notice it. They'll say, oh, no, mom. Um, is acting up, or they'll say, oh, no, mom's not happy, or, or your husband will say, hey, what's wrong? Why are you acting this way? So what you need to understand is that in order for you to accomplish your goals towards the end of 2019, in order for you to start making things happen, it's going to be important for you to learn to start putting yourself first on some things. You created this business, ladies. Whatever business you are in, you birthed that business, and you have a responsibility to yourself and to that business to see it through and create it as a successful company. And the only way you're going to do that is to start putting yourself first on a lot of things, right? So that is why it's so important right now as we you know, move towards the fifth month of this year, you need to really revamp your strategic planning. You need, to, you need to set a timeline, and you need to figure out what is it that you need to do to start making things happen in your business, start generating some cash, right? Start generating that income that you desire, and that's going to require you to get more structured, and it's going to require you to have 
a lot more productivity. Okay. Well, I want to go ahead and I want to read from um, the book. This is one of my favorite books, guys. Brian Tracy, No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline. And I want to read an excerpt from this book. Um, I, I did not get a chance to read from this book earlier um, this month of April. And I want to read from um, chapter, I believe this is chapter two. And Brian really lays it out when he talks about no excuses. There are two people that I know uh, that have written what I consider excellent books on the topic of no excuses. One is Wayne Dyer, Dr. Wayne Dyer. We lost Dr. Dyer, uh, Dr. Dyer. We we lost him a couple of uh, of years ago, but he wrote a book um, called Excuses Be Gone. And then Brian Tracy, of course, who is still here with us. He's one of the uh, most known personal development experts. He wrote the book, No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline. Those two men have written excellent books on learning how to overcome excuses and how to rid yourself and eliminate excuses in your life. And I just want to say one of the things that I've learned from both of those books is that regardless of how valid your reasons are for not getting something done, it's still an excuse. How about that, right? So you have to take that to heart. Uh, and that's something that really hit me hard. It cut me hard because I felt I had a lot of valid reasons why something wasn't done. But at the end of the day, there's still just excuses. And so those are, that's something that we have to that we have to accept. That if we're going to throw a valid reason out, it's still an excuse, and we have to learn how not to have as many excuses, right? So I'm reading to you from page 33 where he talks about become all you can be. And he says there is an even more important reason for you to practice the self-discipline that leads onward and upward to the great successes that are possible for you. The practice of self-discipline enables you to change your character to become a stronger and better person. The exercise of self-discipline has a powerful effect on your mind and emotions developing you into a different person from the one that would have been without self-discipline. He says, imagine yourself in a chemistry lab. You mix a series of chemicals up in a Petri dish and put it over a Bunsen burner. He says, this Bunsen burner heats the chemicals to the point at which they crystallize and become hardened. But once you have crystallized these chemicals using intense heat, they cannot be transformed back into the liquid form. He says, in the same way, your personality begins kind of just like what he described, a liquid, soft, fluid, and formless. But as you apply the heat of self-discipline, as you exert yourself to do what is hard and necessary rather than what is fun and easy, your personality crystallizes and hardens at a higher level as well. The greatest benefit you enjoy from exerting your self-discipline in the pursuit of your goals is that you become a different person. You become stronger and more resolute. You develop greater self-control and determination, right? You actually shape and strengthen your personality and transform yourself into a better person. He says the rule is that to become someone that you have never been before, you must do something that you have never done before. This means that to develop a superior character, you must exert 
yourself even higher at levels of self-discipline and self-mastery. You must do the things that average people don't like to do. And I want to stop right here because this, this was a part of his book, Become All You Can Be, again, starts on page 32 of uh, No Excuses. And I've already recommended to you ladies that you have this particular book in your success library because I'm going to be referring back to this book throughout the rest of this year. And uh, we are even developing a book club schedule uh, for this particular book because I want all of you to really make sure that you know uh, how serious it is that we not put up any excuses when it comes to us being successful in our businesses. So if you have not gotten your copy of Brian Tracy's No Excuses, you guys need to do so immediately, okay? It's not a very expensive book. It's under $10. Um, if you order it from our friend Amazon, Dot com. You can have it in 24 to 48 hours. And trust me, this book is a life changer and a game changer when it comes to how you actually think about your life, think about your business, and how you are going to execute your goals for your business. So definitely make sure you get a copy of that book, okay? I can't talk about it enough. Um, many of you know uh, recently I gave some changes that are coming down the pike in social media. Facebook is making changes left and right, okay? And um, so it's very, very important for you to keep up with what's going on with social media. The reason being is that it impacts, if you have a group or a fan page, it's definitely going to impact you. And you need to understand and know how you're going to use your fan page and how you're going to use groups to grow your business, but then you also need to understand and know how Facebook is changing the algorithms, okay? So I've had a lot of people uh, to email me and say, hey, you're absolutely right. I've noticed that people aren't responding to my emails. I've noticed that people are not responding to me on my groups. They're telling me that they don't see my messages. Um, yeah, Facebook is changing a lot of different things. And I think what's happening with Facebook is that they depend on money from advertisers. And the only way that they can really keep advertisers happy is that their information is accurate. So when an advertiser creates an ad and says that I want this to go between two women between the ages of 18 to 30, or I want this to go to women between the ages of 40 and 65, that that's exactly what's going to happen. And so what Facebook learned is that people were auto-posting on their personal pages. They weren't even coming to Facebook. They, they could care less about what was happening on Facebook. They were auto-posting. And this was not a good thing for Facebook because they saw a huge decline in their advertising income because they realized that their statistics were not accurate. So in order to get their statistics accurate, Facebook came out with a rule last August of 2018 that said you um, will not be able to auto-post to your personal page. So that's the first thing that they did. Um, and this really, it cut down a lot of business for all of the third-party apps such as um, HootSuite, such as Grow Social, Planoli, a lot of other third-party apps that allow you to properly schedule and plan your social media, they were no longer able 
to allow anyone to post to their personal page from the third-party app. So that was the first thing that Facebook did. And now what Facebook is doing is that they are making a lot of changes where Facebook groups comes into play. Now, they have been doing a pilot test for about a year now, um, and for those who had group members of 10,000 plus, they offered those individuals the ability to create a membership right there within the Facebook group. So in other words, Facebook was going to handle all of the payments. They were going to handle all of the um, membership activities and, and different things like that. I still feel that's a little bit dangerous. However, I see that I, I know that Facebook is gearing towards using their groups as a paid membership, believe it or not, to Facebook, and that is going to be coming soon. So recently I saw for the first time for a few of my clients who have over 15,000 people in their Facebook groups, I saw Facebook send them personal invitations to actually create a membership program right within their group. And so this is going to be interesting to see how Facebook is getting ready to evolve. Now, I'm bringing all of this up because if you are one of those people that's wanting to increase the amount of marketing that you are doing on the social media platforms, especially Facebook, things are changing a lot, and, and they're changing on a weekly basis with Facebook. And sometimes you're going to hear what those changes are, and then sometimes they're going to make the change, and only a few people know about it. So, again, this is why you have to pay close attention. So one website that I go to a lot, to keep up with what's going on with Facebook is called Mashable.com. Um, and I really like Mashable. It's been a website that I've been able to depend on for over a, a decade now in learning what's going on all over social media. But it's Mashable.com. That's M-A-S-H-A-B-L-E, Mashable.com. And Mashable will keep you up to date a lot of times on what is happening on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. So they'll keep you in the know on a lot of things. And usually they'll, they will write feature articles of different things that's going on. And so, again, I really like um, – I really like looking at Mashable, which is a really good blog. Uh, they have themselves now in the blog format. I really like looking at Mashable and keeping up on different things. And you can also do a search on Mashable uh, about different things headed uh, going on in, in social media. For example, if you go to Mashable and you search and you look up uh, Facebook groups, you might see a lot of articles that Mashable has created on all of the changes that Facebook has coming down the pipe for Facebook groups. If you look up Facebook fan pages, you will see the same thing. So again, these are things that you have to keep up with. And one of the things that I've learned about being CEO of a company is that in addition to keeping up with what's going on in my business, I have to make sure that I am keeping up with anything that's going to impact my business, right? And for many of you, you are marketing your business on social media. Many of you have groups. Many of you have Facebook fan pages. But are you actually really keeping up and knowing what is happening on Facebook? Do you really understand how it can impact your business? So in order to do that, what I'm recommending that you do is that you get on and start looking at Mashable, and I'll come up with a few other resources that I think are going to help all of you 
as you pursue creating a successful business, right? Very, very key. Again, I want to thank all of you who are listening to Successful Woman Radio today. And for those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to let you know that Successful Woman Radio is all about providing women in business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful generating the, a success generating the income you desire, right? And our goal is to help women reach high five figures, high six figures and above in income so that you can start accomplishing some of your dreams and goals, which is very, very key. So that's what we're all about. So please make sure that you mark your calendar every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. Now, we have been broadcasting pretty much since the beginning of the year simultaneously from the Blog Talk platform and from our Facebook community. Uh, We have been broadcasting live. And so, again, I I definitely want to recommend to you that you mark your calendar. If you have not become a member of our Facebook community, make sure that you do so. I want to go ahead right now and go right into our hot topic of the day, which is becoming um, a proactivity, a productivity queen, I'm sorry, becoming a productive queen. And what does it mean? Well, first of all, you guys know that a queen rules over a dominion, which means that a queen rules over something, right? And so for this particular talk today, I want to talk to you about becoming a productivity queen. And I want you to learn to rule over all of the productivity that's coming um, for your business, that you are that you are sparking for your business, right? So let's go back and let's go to, to some of the things that are going to be key in order for you to become a productivity queen. First of all, I think it's very clear by now that you guys, uh, in order for you to become productive as the CEO of your company, that you be clear on your role. And that's part of that's part of our five leadership and authority questions that I ask every Monday, but you really do need to become clear of your role because you can't become productive if you're not clear about what you're supposed to be doing and you're not clear about who you're supposed to be delegating to, right? So that's very, very key. Someone just texted me and said, Trina, what happens when you're supposed to play all three of those roles? Okay, absolutely. And what they're talking about is the three most important roles in a business that I talk about all the time, which are laborer, technician, right, manager, and entrepreneur visionary, which is the CEO of the business. So those are the three roles that always have to be played. And she's asking me, what if you have to play all three of those roles? Well, when you are a solo entrepreneur, which many of the followers and members of Women About Biz are solo entrepreneurs, but when you're a solo entrepreneur, here's what you have to do. You have to first commit to a certain number of hours that you're going to work in your business every week. And then based on that number of hours, you have to determine which of those roles um, needs you the most, and that's the role that gets the most percentage, right? The other two roles will get the rest of the percentage that's left over of those work hours that you have committed to for that week. So um, let's just say that you have 100 well, let's, let's, let's get realistic, not 100 hours per week. Let's say that you have 
20 hours a week that you have for your business. You might be working a full-time job, and you only have 20 hours with which you can work the business. So you have these three roles you have to play, laborer, manager, and entrepreneur. Where are you in your business? What's going on in your business? And where does your business need you the most, right? So if you're saying, well, I have a gift basket business, and right now I don't have anybody helping me to put the gift basket together, I have to get that done, but at the same time, I also have to manage the orders, and I also have to make sure the marketing is out there. Um, but then on the entrepreneur visionary side, I need to really take a look at my sales, and I really need to come up with new ways to market. I need to come up with new strategies for the rest of the year. So see, all of that's important. So what do you do? Well, you need to focus on for this week in your 20 hours what what needs you the most. If you have orders that you have to give out, get out. You can't um, lose those customers, right? So you've got to get those orders out. So you may say 50% of those 20 hours have to go towards your customers. So that's 10 of the 20 hours you have is going to go towards you creating your gift baskets, fulfilling the orders, okay? And now you have 10 hours left. Who gets what? management, entrepreneur, visionary, how much of that time do they each get? And you say, well, I'm very efficient in management. I'm good with bookkeeping, good with catching up on everything. I just need to get some things caught up. So you may say, okay, well, then three of the 10 hours is going to go to management, and the rest of the seven hours are going to go to entrepreneur, visionary, me planning out things and getting things done. But that is how you're going to use your 20 hours. The next week it may change. Okay, or it may be that way for the month, and then as soon as you can see your way clear to add another person to your team to help you out, bring somebody on, a high school student part-time, to help you put those gift baskets together. Maybe you can talk to the art teacher in the high schools of, the, of young ladies or, um, and even young men who seem to be very creative in art and able to put things together. Maybe you can hire them part-time to help you with putting those gift baskets together. So, again, it requires you to think outside of the box, but, yes, all three of those roles have to be played in your business, and you're not going to be able to get out of um, playing those three roles. Anytime one of those roles is absent, your business is going to suffer, okay? Very, very key. So, again, number one in becoming a queen of productivity is that you have to be clear on your role as the CEO of the company. You have to know where you're going, okay? Here's the second thing in becoming the queen, right? A queen reigns over things, right? A queen is going to reign over her productivity. She's going to be in charge and be in control and know what's going on with her productivity at all times. So you definitely need to have an operations plan in place. So that's number two is you're going to have an operations plan in place. You can't reign over anything if you have not put in place how things are supposed to work. And the operations plan is going to help you to understand your workflow, what needs to happen first in your business from the time a person calls about or inquires about your services, what's supposed to happen, what's supposed to happen um, administratively in your business on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis, what's supposed to be going on there. And so you are responsible as the queen of your productivity, you're responsible for handing down the law of the land, you're responsible for deciding what your daily workflow is going to look like, 
okay? And without that, you're not reigning over anything, right? And um, I think it's very key as women that we understand that we have so much power, so much control over our success, but when we decide to advocate and just hand off our success to someone else and just kind of push it to the side, we're doing ourselves a grateful service. So we must become queens of productivity, and we must learn to do it effectively and immediately. This is something that just can't wait months from now, but this is something that needs to happen today, this week. You've got to make some decisions to pull in the reins and to start ruling and being the leader over your company, okay? Very, very key. So number one was being clear on your role. Number two was you definitely need an operations plan in order for you to be the queen of your productivity. And then here's the third thing that I think is pivotal, okay? You must learn to master time. The time that you have been given, you must learn to master it effectively, right? Um, and I don't think a lot of the times as businesswomen, we understand how important time management really is. Time, Listen, ladies, time management isn't just about putting something in a time slot. It is about knowing your priorities and knowing what's going to help you to accomplish a particular goal. This is why I talk about all the time that every Sunday you should be taking a look at what goals you want to accomplish by Friday and whatever activities that are in your calendar, if they're not leading and supporting that, you need to eliminate them and put the activities in there that are going to help you to accomplish your goals, right? And that is very, very key. So you need to become a master of your time, not a master of time itself because that's impossible. Time waits for no one. It's going to keep going whether you use it or not. But you need to become a master of your time. Every single day we are given 24 new hours of time in which we are given the authority to master, okay? Uh, Charlene says, trying to wake up earlier to help me do more. Absolutely. So you can get more things done. Absolutely, Charlene. And, you know, you have to learn um, to sacrifice and to do a lot of different things. I noticed for myself that the older I get, I lose my energy really, really quickly, and I'm working on that. Part of it, y'all, is I need to exercise more, right? And so that's what I'm doing. I'm, I've actually, in my time schedule, started putting time for walking, time for exercising, and, and getting things done. But here's the thing, as I said before, it's not just about putting something in a time slot. It's about you embracing and understanding the power of time. You see, it is the greatest commodity that we have. Time is one of the greatest commodities. Water is one of the greatest commodities that we have, right? And so, again, you need to understand the power of it. You need to understand that if I don't use this hour that's getting ready to come up to the best of my ability, I'm going to lose it and it'll never come back, right? And when you understand that, you have a different perception of life itself. And some of you who are listening right now really are not understanding the importance of time, okay? But you need to realize that time is not going to wait on you and that unless you get a grip on mastering your time, you're going to be watching yourself again at the end of this year not having accomplished as many goals as you would have liked. And I don't want that for you. I want you to experience 
success. I want you to experience what you purpose to do, right? And so this is very, very key when you're talking about becoming the queen of productivity. Nothing's going to get productive for you if you do not master your time. The fourth thing that I think is going to be key is delegation. Okay, now you guys have heard me talk about delegation. You've heard me um, tell you how important delegation is, and a part of delegation is really going to be creating your power team, finding individuals that can handle different parts of your business from a service perspective so that it will shorten your learning curve and push you your business faster into that success path that you're looking at. But delegation is so key. And as women, I know I hear a lot of women talking all the time about how, you know, they can't find a good person or how they feel better if they do everything themselves. That's just not, it's just not going to cut it, guys. You can't do everything by yourself. That's the biggest secret of all about business is, you know, there will never be a time when you can do everything by yourself. And as you know, when you try to do everything by yourself, you're spinning your wheels, okay? And to put it to the test, if you've done everything by yourself, have you really reached the goals, the success goals that you set out to accomplish? Have you really generated the income that you set out to accomplish, okay? I see some people hitting me up on my text saying no. Um, absolutely. I, I've not accomplished things by myself, but when I, when I execute a power team, all of a sudden things that I've been planning for years get done in a matter of weeks. I know what I'm talking about. So, again, delegation is very, very key. And when you are the queen of your productivity, when you are a queen over your dominion, your business, right, you need someone to delegate to. You can't do everything. No, it's not going to happen that way. And I'm just going to let you know right now, a lot of people hear me say this and they'll say, well, she, she might be able to delegate because maybe she has some money to do it, but I don't have any money to pay anybody. Oh, you know, money is the biggest excuse of it all. There's, there is always a way when there is a will. And that is why we have to get out of the mindset of negative thinking. We have to get out of the mindset of negative talking. We as women do too much negative self-talking, and we talk ourselves out of our own success, and we've got to stop it, and we have to stop it now, right? And so, you know, that delegation, I can't talk about that enough. You've got to learn to delegate, and you've got to learn to release it. And the one thing I always say about delegation is that the person that you're delegating to can't be you. They will never be you. So get over that fact, right? They will never be you. But what they can and should be able to do is follow your directions. And in your directions, your directions have you in them. Your direction has your character. Your directions have your situativeness. Your directions have who you are written all in them. And so the person that you delegate to should be able to follow your direction. So if you don't have clear directions, if you don't have uh, a clear time frame that that task is supposed to be completed, um, then you can't follow up with the person that you delegated to, right? So you've got to learn all about delegation and why it's so important, okay? And last but not least, in order to be the queen of productivity, you must have a 
productive and proactive mindset, okay? You must have a productive and proactive mindset. Now, what does a productive and proactive mindset mean? What, what does that mean? Well, for the CEO, it means that you must embrace doing things ahead of time and that you must make a commitment to yourself that you're going to stop procrastinating and that you are going to stop waiting until the last minute to do things so that you are going to move yourself forward. So that's very important. And then the next thing that is going to be key is that you must become a queen of productivity. Becoming that, having that mindset of productivity means that, you know what, I have a system in place for almost everything that I have to get done in my business. And as a business owner, that's really what it means, is that you have systems in place. And when you have systems in place, you're going to see better productivity. When you're proactive and you have systems in place, well, now you just became a queen of productivity, okay? And so that's what's very, very key. You have the power right now, you have the power to state what it is that you want to see and experience in your business for the rest of this year, and you have the power to accomplish it and do it. What do you think about that, huh? And so all you need to do is start making it happen. All you need to start doing is is really learning to be proactive with um, making sure that you have uh, systems, systems in place and then productivity will automatically start taking place properly, right? That's going to be very, very key. I want to um, remind all of you that if you have not, don't forget I made a challenge to you, and what the challenge was is that you write out, if you don't haven't already, that you write out your position description as the CEO of your company, whatever that position description is, print it out, hold it up and take a selfie and post it in the Women About Biz community. Okay, I wanted to quickly give you guys an update on what's happening on our 100K program. For those of you that are not familiar with 100K, 100K program is all about us at Women About Biz bringing in, uh, in our community, 100,000 women into the group. That's what our goal is for this year. We're still a little bit slow, but we still have people that are coming on board and that are sharing and are inviting other people to the Facebook group. So if you haven't already, I want to challenge everybody to invite at least five business women into the Women About Biz Facebook community. Um, you have the ability to do that. All you need to do is go in and, and invite them, um, and then from there, I will go ahead and approve them coming into to the group, and um, and it automatically shows that you've invited them, right? And so you'll be able to double check and make sure all of those people have invited. If you haven't already, make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net. Again, that's womenaboutbiz, B-I-Z as in zebra. Go to womenaboutbiz.net and um, then click on blog, and from our blog area, you will be able to read all about our movement, our 100K movement. Also, I want to remind you that if you still have not booked or scheduled for your free Power Talk, which is a 45-minute energetic conversation with me 
on your challenges or on ways to grow your business, then what are you waiting on? Go ahead and get that done. All you need to do is go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on coaching, and you'll see um, the link right there to get your Power Talk schedule. I want to thank you guys for being a part of the show today. I'm so excited that you were here with me, and I look forward to connecting with all of you on next Monday as we open up a new theme for the month of May on Successful Woman Radio. That's all I have for you today. I want to thank you and wish you a very productive week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
How is it? Oh, shit. You love me some oatmeal? I didn't see no oatmeal. No, I thought you were too just asking. No. <laughs> that didn't look inviting. No. I don't uh-uh. <laughs> I know somebody left them countertops horrible. You see them? Can you see them countertops? I get them, but I'm saying. Just tomato stuff all slashed all on the walls and stuff. 
Robert?